Welcome to the Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs podcast, a place for podcasters to learn what's actually working in marketing and how to use their podcast to generate leads in their business. I'm your host, Jenny, and I'm so excited that you're here. Hey Savvies, welcome back to another episode of Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs. So today I am chatting with one of my favorite people in the universe, Lindsay Ellison, which you guys might already know. Um, I have a business, a second business with her. So Lindsay is the co-founder of Up Love Your Biz, um, our joint biz, and she's a graphic designer and tech strategist over at Blog Me Lovely. She works with female infopreneurs and content creators looking to conquer their fears of tech and design and feel empowered and stand out online. As a graphic designer and tech strategist who's been designing for more than half of her life and blogging since 2010, she believes that everyone can create a thriving business that they love. The real challenge is figuring out how to be visually unforgettable online. So obviously I'm really excited to have Lindsay here to chat today all about the ins and outs of what's working with our joint podcast, the Upload Reverse podcast. So let's just dive right into the show. Hey, Lindsay, welcome to the show. I'm super excited that you're here because obviously you are my co-host for the Upload Reverse podcast, which obviously if you guys didn't know, that is the podcast that Lindsay and I host together. Um, but before we dive into the episode, tell us about yourself and your business and our podcast. <laughs> yeah. So my name is Lindsay Allison. I'm a graphic and web designer at Blog Me Lovely. Um, and I work for female entrepreneurs, you know, looking to stand out online, doing their website and all their like digital product needs. And then with Jenny, we have Uplevel Your Biz, where we primarily focus on summits and education and the podcast. Um, so right now, we're just kind of giving out a lot of free information for people to grow their business. Um, we're still kind of at the beginning stages, um, but the podcast has been going since January. So it is eight months as of, as of now. So it's yeah. been very exciting. Yeah, we've had a lot of fun with it. We didn't really go in with any like expectations of like growing it to a certain amount. We we're just like, as long as we're growing month over month, or like even if it's like ten people or ten downloads per month, that is more than the month before. Then we're kind of cool with it because it's just like more of a fun thing. But we've seen some pretty good growth, and we've definitely surpassed like our original goal. Even though we didn't set like hard goals, we did set like little fun goals. So we've surpassed that every month. Um, I think last month was the first month we surpassed that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got over 500 yeah. Uh, downloads. Yeah, and that was like our main goal. So now we're trying to obviously get more than 500 for the rest of the year and then continue growing from there. So that's been really exciting. So why did we start our podcast? You can answer and then I can kind of say my answer for it. Um, well, Jenny's been podcasting for a while and she thought it was so much fun and I've been wanting to start a podcast as well, but don't currently have one of my own. So we hosted, um, our first summit, I think back in August of 2018, it so feels like forever a year ago, yeah. yeah, forever, but yeah, a year ago, actually, uh, cause we're in August right now. And we just really liked working together so much that we wanted to really turn up level your biz into a business. And we thought a really fun way to kind of launch it and get it going because we love to chat and we love to teach and just talk about all of this stuff was to start a podcast together. So 
At least that's why I think we started it. I don't know about you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we do have blog content. We only blog like twice a month. Each of us does one post a month. So it's not our main form of content and we just prefer chatting and we like the more casual, like BFF kind of style versus like, you know, when you're writing for SEO, you kind of have to be a little more rigid and not as fun flowy as you typically are when you're speaking. So that's kind of the main reason. And then also just to kind of bring awareness to our summit and potentially, you know, be able to talk to people and potentially have them on our summit because we've talked to a lot of amazing ladies. Actually, some have been on our summit, some haven't. Um, and some that we've had that haven't been in our summit are people that we're potentially going to invite in the future to be in future summits. So it's been a really good way to get to know people too that way. Um, and I think that's another reason, just like being able to not only educate our current listeners, but also get to know different business owners um, on a deeper level than just like seeing them on Instagram. Yeah, I agree. I think that's one of our favorite parts of hosting a summit. And it's probably one of the best parts about hosting the podcast as well. Yeah. Yeah. So our podcast format, um, for you guys that don't know, we do a mix of solo and interview style. Obviously the solos with both of us, not just like one of us talking. <laughs> um, so that's kind of how that works. Um, we do one solo and one guest per week. Eventually we'll probably just narrow it down to like a solo every other week and a guest every single week. So it's not as overwhelming, but right now we have so much content that we want to share that we're like putting out one every single week. So basically we put out eight episodes a month, sometimes like 10, depending on how many weeks are in the month. So it's a lot of content, but we really enjoy it and we do it in advance. So it's not extremely like last minute, especially with the interviews. Like we're going to be recorded basically through the end of the year, I think in like two. By the end of the month, I think. (laughs) Yeah. By the end of August, we'll be recorded for the entire year, which is crazy. Um, But yeah. So now let's kind of talk a little bit about what's working best in our podcast right now. Like what do we feel like is converting best? Um, and you know, just what is helping us kind of with our workflow or whatever we're doing with the podcast. I think what really works great at the podcast, like kind of behind the scenes is having two of us because it really lets us break up the tasks. So as you know, Jenny's a podcast manager, so she knows how to handle like that side of stuff. And then I do the tech stuff, so I kind of do all the podcast editing right now because um, we don't outsource anything. We just kind of do it all in-house. And that really helps because it's not all, it, like all the responsibility doesn't fall onto one person. And I even think it helps when we're like coming up with the podcast content and what we want to talk about on the episode as well as when we're coming up with questions for our guests. And I also think it adds like another dimension to it because while we do agree and believe a lot of the same stuff in business, we do have different takes on stuff and we have different experiences. So I think being able to add those kind of stories and views on stuff really helps um, the podcast as well. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with pretty much all of that, especially the part about having like both of us being able to do different tasks because it's definitely hard if it's just you, but being able to split it between the two of us has been really helpful because I feel like if I was doing a second podcast and didn't have someone else to help me, it would be really, really tough to make it all happen, especially with like a business and all the other things going on in life. Um, and I agree, like really being able to be consistent and like bring um, different topics to the table and things like that has been really cool for me. 
and I feel like our listeners have enjoyed it. I especially really enjoy that our listeners really loved our summit episode. I can link that in the show notes for you guys, but we were very, very candid and real about our summit and how we didn't like make what we thought we wanted or were going to, or we, you know, we shared the mistakes we made too, which is really big. A lot of people don't share their mistakes. They only share their wins. So we got a lot of good feedback from that. And that was like probably only like two months into hosting the podcast. So we know that, you know, our audience really loves the real authentic, I hate that word, but the real like raw episodes that we've provided and are going to continue Right, because I know that when we host our summit um, in a couple months in October, we're going to do the same thing. Like, hopefully, we'll have a lot better results. But yeah, we're still going to share no matter what if we make, you know, five thousand dollars or five dollars, which we're not going to make five dollars because that would be really sad. But I'm just saying. So yeah, um, now kind of let's jump into the other side of things. So failures. So. Do you think there's any failures that we've had with our podcast and what did you learn from it? And then I'll kind of share what I learned from it. Yes. So I think, I think there's two. So the first one, we didn't launch with any actual episodes. And I know we had played around with the idea of launching the podcast with a few episodes, but we just kind of did like a trailer. And I feel that was a really lost opportunity for us to have some episodes so people can listen and download and really get a sense of what we wanted because I think our trailer went live sometime in December and we didn't actually have an episode until January 2nd or something like that so I think that was number one um and I know um you've already talked about now on like your social media and stuff making sure you launch with a few episodes if you Mm -hmm. want content um so that's definitely something um that we've learned and then number two was we thought we were going to be really cool and try to do themed months (laughs) content so we quickly learned that while it works great for us for our solo episodes trying to find guest episodes that fit into that theme each month was very difficult especially when you're just starting out I feel like we might have been able to if we decided to do it later you would just we would just have to really like plan around it but like just starting out and trying to get guests it did not work out no, I agree with that. Yeah, we really had some struggles. We were like really trying to fit everyone into this like pretty little box and like, ooh, everyone's gonna talk about, you know, this thing this month, like Instagram for for example, or Pinterest. And like that just no, it's not realistic. Um, I mean you can do like theme seasons where you just talk about a thing, but like theme months is like, yeah, no. Cause like who's to say they can actually book to be in that exact month anyway if you did find them so I I definitely agree with those another thing I can think of is that we weren't we didn't really have like a well thought out launch plan like even like not even launching without content like that's not even like part of it but we weren't even really like you know we just shared with our email list which was like tiny (laughs) and our social media following which is tiny and we did share with our own audiences but it's different like it's not the same as sharing you know we didn't we didn't really do much didn't have like a not that we should have like a launch party because that's a little like much but we I just, think that would have been fun <laughs> it would it would but I think we just could have done a little bit more with it made it more of a like a celebration and you know that's what I do with my clients now um you know like whenever we launch their podcast like we make it into more of like a celebration like you put in all this hard work like time to celebrate instead of just like 
oh yeah, I launched my podcast. Okay, on to the next thing. So that's something I wish we would have done. Just like really like had a more thorough plan going instead instead of like leading up to it, creating all this content and then putting it out in the world and then being like, oh yeah, we didn't get that many downloads. <laughs> and we like kind of tried to like do something with like ratings and reviews, but like getting people to leave a review is like a lot harder than you would think. People don't really yeah, want to. <laughs> that didn't like play out either. Like, no. Even even now we like people are like oh my god we, I listen to your show and I love it and I'm like well why haven't you left a review? We don't actually say that to people because that would be awkward. But you know in our heads we're kind of like okay like thanks for like the verbal confirmation but it would really help us if you like actually wrote that on iTunes or you know wherever. But mm -hmm. I digress. So that's something I definitely wish we would have done better. But now we can only go up. And I think we are getting to that point. I mean, it's something we need to remember is that podcasts are not an overnight thing. It seems to be my favorite thing in business is to work on things that are not going to happen overnight and then work with people who think they're supposed to. So that's always really a fun time. But you know, in the past I did Pinterest, that's a long-term game. Podcasts are a long-term game. SEO is a long-term game. So those things like, that's just something we need to keep in mind. Like, it's not going to happen overnight. And we didn't have like crazy expectations. We're like, Oh my God, I'm gonna get 10,000 downloads within the first five months. Like we would be sadly disappointed <laughs> if that was the case. Um, but yeah, so that's something that, yeah, I think was a failure. And the ones you mentioned too, I'm glad you mentioned those. Um, so where do we find that we're getting our listeners from? I know Libsyn and other hosts do not make it easy to tell other than like, Ooh, they came from Stitcher. Great. But like, how do they actually find our show? But where do you think that we're getting our listeners from? This is hard. <laughs> like, I don't actually, I don't fully know. I'm thinking probably Instagram. Yeah. The platform that we're most active on. Yes. We have stuff going out on our Facebook page and our Twitter page, but we just really have that kind of set on autopilot. We're not, we don't really have a strategy for either one of those. Those are just kind of, okay, let's, let's get stuff out. If people see it, great. But Instagram is the one that we post on our feed. We post in our stories. We're, I know we're brainstorming ways to like even make that better of what we're doing now, but I would have to say that. And we do email our list. Um, we do send out a podcast only email on Wednesdays. And then we do link to that week's podcast episodes in our Friday email, but we don't have a huge list. No. And I do not think that every single person on our list is listening to our podcast. So I can't like say that. So I feel that possibly word of mouth. Yeah. I we've, we've heard some people who've applied to the podcast have applied because either a friend was on it or, you know, somebody mentioned the podcast and they listened and they wanted to be a guest. So I think word of mouth and Instagram mm -hmm. are, are top refers right now but again we don't 100% know but that that would be my guess yeah that's my guess too because I mean obviously you can't really track word of mouth and I mean the only thing we really know is that they either came from you know ooh, cool they came from apple podcast but like that doesn't really tell you where they found you um on the past two episodes that i've recorded i mentioned that someone needs to like create a google analytics for podcasts so you like know like oh this person came from pinterest and then they stumbled across my website and then they subscribed via 
Apple Podcast or whatever. Yeah, we're doing pod or we're doing Pinterest too, but I think podcasts don't convert as well on Pinterest. Yeah, I think it's the graphics that we're using because <laughs> when I use like the graphics that are not podcast related, those actually convert better. Yeah, so I think I need to start putting more of those out um, because yeah, it's just like yeah. one of those things. But yeah, so Pinterest is a little bit, and I think it's like it's just a slow burn thing. We're brand new on Pinterest too, only five or six. I guess eight months. Yeah, eight months. Eight months in. We didn't really start in January, but um, yeah, we're like eight months in. So Pinterest is a slower burn too when we literally just started from scratch. Like we had zero followers on Instagram. So, I mean, Pinterest or Instagram or any of the social channels. So we really are starting from scratch. So that's just something to remember. I mean, a lot of people already have like a built in audience because they are coming from being, you know, they already have like Instagram followers or an email list or whatever. And then they start a podcast, but we didn't have that. Yes, some of our lists, like our subscribers from our own businesses probably did trickle over, but I want to say like, that was, I, I kept track of it because I was curious. I think only 30 people, maybe 40 people from my list came. I don't know about Lindsay's. That's not really a lot. So, yeah. And I think to add on the graphics, when she's saying graphics, so they're very obvious that they're podcast episode graphics. So it's not like we're highlighting the topic that's being talked about it's like it's very clear it says like episode whatever in the title of the episode right. rather than just being like um the five things you must do on pinterest so i think we we definitely need to probably change yeah start start doing more because i think that would that would have an impact i mean i like to pin podcast stuff i have a whole board for podcasts and books but i think the general public probably no no, yeah, I mean, and that's something that I would love to outsource in the future because making those graphics can get really tedious and we have a lot of templates. So I don't really always take the time to sit down and do that because homegirls got other stuff to do. Um, but yeah, I think that would help too. So that would be something that we would be interested in outsourcing in the future. Okay, so how do we convert our listeners into clients and customers? Obviously, we don't really take um, clients yet. We are planning on doing some like education and group coaching in the future, but we haven't, we're still like in our first year of business. So we're kind of taking it slow there, but how do you feel like we do that? At least for the customer side of things, obviously we don't have like a permanent product that's live 24 seven right now, but do you, what do you feel like we're doing to hopefully kind of help that? I don't think we're really doing much right now. <laughs> I do know that we, um, we promote our freebie Mm -hmm. to get people on our list and then we do promote ConvertKit as an email marketing provider like our own affiliate link yeah but I don't think anybody's actually taken advantage of that yet maybe only one person um I do think we need to re-record those mm -hmm. um to just maybe reword and maybe clean cleaner audio because we did a bunch of stuff all at once and I know our audio has gotten better so I think that would be good um but then with the summit, what we did do was during all the stuff leading up to the summit, we switched out all of our advertisements and everything to just promote the summit. So yes, the summit was free, but we had a paid upgrade for the VIP Oxus Pass. So our focus right now is more getting people on our list. So we'll be able to sell to them later as we have stuff. But we're really just an audience building right now because we did kind of start this as its own business rather than like Jenny's podcast is supplemental to her business. So she already has 
for this in an audience where we kind of started everything from scratch, which I don't think is going to be the case for most people who start podcasts. Exactly. Yeah. They're not starting a podcast as a brand new business most of the time. Um, yeah, I think that's, I, I tend to agree with that. I mean, um, our ad segments for the summit, I definitely want to do that again because I think that's, especially since we will have more listeners yes. in October, obviously if we don't, something's wrong, but uh, like, you know, the, I guess even next month in September, we'll start, um, really, putting that out there and putting that new ad segments about the summit in there. And I think that'll be good. And I think we should make a separate link to kind of track like I was just, just, about from, to say that. <laughs> just from podcast. So we can see who came from the podcast, who's coming from Facebook groups and just have like three or four different links, maybe leading mm-hmm. back to the same type of page. I mean, if you just duplicate, it, it's not that hard, but I think that's a good idea. Um, I think another thing in the future, what we plan to do is, um, you know, maybe really focusing on maybe adding one or two bleed magnets that are going to be specific to a certain episode or something like not every episode justifies a lead magnet, but if we have like a really meaty episode, then we could do that. I think that would be a good way too. Cause like, or even promoting our, now we need to promote our summit, our summit freebies that we have like our quiz and things like that. So I think we can add that in there as well. Um, because a lot of our listeners do want to have their own summit someday. So, um, that's something we definitely add in as well. Um, so another one is how do we retain listenership for our podcast? Do you like, what are some of the things that we do there? So I think the main thing here is just posting consistently. Um, I think that's, that's the main thing is the listeners will know that there's a podcast every Monday and every Wednesday. Um, I think we've only, missed one actually going out on the day that it's supposed to otherwise we have hit that mm-hmm. um, and um they always know it's a solo it's a guest so they, they know what to expect so we have this schedule this template let's say that they they can expect so they know that we're consistent that we're going to show up and if i can toot our own horn i think we do put out good content mm-hmm. so i think that's the other thing because you can have a podcast and put out as much content as you want but if it's bad content then it's not going to matter. Or, um, and I know like our audio is not perfect, but it's gotten better. So I feel like we've just been improving as the podcast has been going. And I feel people can see those improvements. I feel people know what to expect and that we're consistent and the content is good. And I feel, I feel that's, you know, that's really important. So like, think of it this way. So I'm a big Harry Potter person. So if I hated the first Harry Potter book, though, I wouldn't come back for the other six. So yes. Like, so if people come and listen to the podcast and they really like an episode or two, they're going to keep on coming back, especially if they keep on liking the episodes. Um, other than that, I don't really know how else you would retain a podcast, you know, audience because you can't like force somebody to go like listen to a podcast. Yeah. It's just the consistency and making sure that it's good content is what keep people coming back and sharing it with other people. Yeah. Yeah. That one's good. I mean, I recently talked to someone and got a really good like idea of what we could potentially do for our future episodes. So they said that they like said the top three things that they'll learn in this episode and then like, Ooh, stick around because, um, so-and-so is going to be sharing a juicy tip about LinkedIn or something like that. And that's another thing we could add in our intros. You know, we do record our intros usually before the show, 
um, like before even record with the guests. So maybe like adding that after and then like when it's fresh on the brain and like, Ooh, stick around for, you know, this really awesome tip about self care or whatever. I think that would be cool too. Um, and that was somewhat a tip that someone gave me yesterday when we were recording. So I've listened to some podcasts that do that. And I really like that. Um, I like when they keep it short Mm -hmm. and not too long because I don't want to listen to like a huge long intro without actually getting to the content. But I feel if you keep it a short little, a quick, short little like intro of letting them know what they're going to learn. So like you need to stay around. I think that's a great idea. And I think, yeah, we can maybe try that next season since we're pretty much done. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. So the last two are more like fun questions, but what is your favorite tool that you use in your business and bonus points if it helps you with the podcast? Yeah. So probably Zoom. Um, I feel, I know this is what we use on the podcast, but I think it's just a really valuable tool because you connect with, you can connect with people all over the, all over the world. Um, and it is just nice because you can record and get your audio and everything straight from zoom and split the tracks and everything, which is perfect for the podcast. I don't know how I would record a podcast without it. Right. Some people have like those little audio recorder things and that just seems so old school to me, like an old school reporter. And that's not like my jam. So I love that Zoom lets you split the tracks. And I actually just taught someone that a couple days ago that you could split the tracks. They were like, wait, why is like my uh, guest audio lower than mine? I'm like, are you recording on the same track? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, wait, do separate tracks because then you can like adjust the volumes and all that bunch of stuff. And their mind was just like, Alone. Um, and I'm like, I'm not even like, I'm not an audio person. Obviously I will be outsourcing editing for all my clients. So you're going to be in good hands. My hands are not good when it comes to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like one of those things that like makes a huge difference. Like even if you're using Zoom, you don't need to use like $600 recording software. Funny enough, the recording thing is actually called Zoom, but it's like a little like handheld thing, um, which is interesting. But yeah, Zoom, I know people use like that eCam for Skype or something, but mm-hmm. it's like you don't even have to pay for Zoom if you don't want to. I do, but you don't have to. Um, and then lastly, what is your current favorite podcast? Um, it doesn't have to be businessy. It can be kind of just whatever you've been listening to lately. So I have two. So obviously Being Boss has been one of my longtime favorites. I've listened to it, I don't know three, maybe four years now. I listened to it while I was at my last like corporate, corporate job. And I've been out of that for two years. It's one of my favorites that I always come back to. And then kind of a newer one. I've actually been listening to Fiercely Unstoppable with Brooke Allison. Okay. Actually, um, in one of our bundles that we did when we started, um, uh, before we started Up Level Your Biz. And I just keep on listening to that just because her energy and everything is just like so contagious. So like when I'm having like a bad day or like an off day and I just need to kind of like be happy and still kind of learn something businessy, I normally pop in hers just because she's so bright and bubbly and she still has good tips. So it's like, it's, it's a nice combination, but you know me, I'm all business podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, those are good ones. I'm actually subscribed to both of those. Um, so yeah, those are good ones guys. If you haven't checked them out, um, definitely go do that. And then lastly, where can we find you? So obviously our podcast, your website and your social channels. 
Yes. So if you want to check out mine and Jenny's podcast, um, it's Uplevel Your Biz, and you can uh, see our website and our show notes at www.uplevelyourbiz.com. And then you can find more about me um, at Blog Me Lovely, so www.blogmelovely.com. And then on Facebook, in my Facebook group, The Lovely Entrepreneur Society, that's probably the best place to just hang out and connect. And I look forward to chatting with you all. Yeah, and I'll link everything in the show notes for you guys to go check out. Definitely go listen to our podcast because, I mean, not to be biased, but I think it's pretty dang good. But yeah. I didn't think I could say our own podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. See, you know, she she knew she shouldn't say our podcast, but she really do. But yeah, well, thank you so much for being here. I really enjoyed chatting with you. Yeah, thanks. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find all the details from this episode by going to www.savvypodcastingforentrepreneurs.com slash episode 123. Make sure to join the Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs Facebook group for daily prompts, updates on the podcast, and so much more. See you next time. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher and leave a review. You can find us at SavvyPodcastingForEntrepreneurs.com and on Facebook and Instagram at SavvyPodcastingForEntrepreneurs. Make sure to join our free Facebook community for podcasters by going to SavvyPodcastingForEntrepreneurs.com slash community. See you in the next episode.